Hi, I'm Karen. Hi, I'm Shintan. We are the hosts of the Unconventional Voices podcast. Our podcast is about demystifying the current academic landscape, all while exploring innovative approaches to thrive academically and professionally. Let's get it started. In last week's episode, we teased that we would have a special guest、mm-hmm. for you, and he's here with us today. So I'll just give you a couple of hints. He is well known in Ottawa. He is a physique competitor, a fitness model. He has two black belts, and I believe he actually got a third one recently. He's a trainer. And he's also the owner of Mighty Maestro in Ottawa. So、yes. today with us we have Jordan Rogers. Woo! Welcome. Thank you. So、um, Jordan, well, he's Jing Tan's personal trainer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I would say a fitness expert.、Uh, yeah, I don't like to call myself that, but、uh, thank you for the praise. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we'll start with the first question. Can you tell us a little bit more about your fitness journey? Absolutely, it's a pretty extensive journey, but I'll try to sum it up for you. I might not look that old, but、uh, or hopefully I don't. <laughs>、yeah. um, but、uh, I've, been, I've been at this for about twenty-five straight years now. Wow! And it started with about fifteen is when I started teaching my very first karate class, and then from there I had two black belts, and I was on the national wrestling team by the age of eighteen,、uh, and、uh, went from there and got my first training certification around nineteen, and then.、Uh, Just continue the journey from there. So it's、uh, a lot of different certifications, a lot of、uh, programs, a lot of martial arts experience,、uh, and I, I fought as well, and won a just a regional MMA title before I started、uh, coaching more a little bit full time. So、uh, I guess I've always just wanted to experience and dabble in everything. So I get that's where I kind of come from. Have a lot of understanding of what it takes to compete in any sport because I have tried to do that、uh, myself as well.、Um, just out of curiosity, but how did that initial bug for fitness get you?、Uh, I guess you probably like as far as pop culture would consider me an '80s kid. So just watching things like、uh, Superman and Rocky, and、uh, it kind of it kind of just came from there. Like was like oh I want to I want to be like them. I want to. Achieve the kind of physiques and power that they have, and、uh, Hulk Hogan was a big one、uh, initially. Actually, the <laughs> watching、okay. professional wrestling as a kid and probably thinking it was、uh, an entirely real soap opera, but yeah, so I was just drawn to the achievement of、uh, what they had. Okay, cool.、Uh, when you said '80s kids, I don't know if you still remember this, but there was a movie about three young boys, three brothers. Always fighting crime or together. Do you know what I'm talking about?、Oh, I'm gonna look、I、it kinda. up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Would you recall the name of that movie? No, no,、okay. I'm not a fan. Three young boys. Okay. Three brothers fighting together. That used to be my favorite, like '80s, '90s movie. Oh, oh, yeah, Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tum Tum. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yes. Yes. Okay. And also a big WW. <laughs> E fan, yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry. Oh no problem. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So,、uh, Jordan, you have your own brand, the Mighty Mestro. How did you come up with this name? And can you share with our listeners your value, mission, and the kind of training you offer? Of course. Okay. So, in short, 
when I was fighting, one of the students, and it actually wasn't even related to my fighting style, uh, but one of the students that was in my uh, mixed martial arts camp would uh, say essentially what I was doing was orchestrating the training for them and putting it into a way that they could sort of achieve their best style as a martial artist. And he began to call me the maestro and it kind mm. of uh, stuck. So I was almost like uh, the physical maestro. Uh, so it, yeah, it stuck as my nickname in fighting and martial arts after that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of old martial artists, when I run into them, they still know me as the maestro and they'll, they'll call me that, which is, uh, it's, it's actually just, it's kind of an honor to have a nickname like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, as far as my style, uh, I would just call it diverse. The idea being that I think there's an avenue or a gateway for everyone to be able to enjoy fitness. And it's always been my mission to be diverse and experienced enough to try to provide that to people, even if they have not had success with the conventional methods. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we offer a lot of different things, classes, one-on-one training, and uh, and I try to find a way to like to be accessible enough to everyone, if that makes sense. That indeed does. Um, so I think you sort of already answered our next question. So how would you describe your teaching philosophy or your teaching style? I try to focus on the fact that every individual has a different path to success. So I try to know that person and understand them also mentally and physically because mm-hmm. I want to know what they've been through emotionally, physically, in their journey to be able to establish what they're going to need to succeed and uh, have some sort of consistency so that they can feel healthy and whatever that best self is for them physically. Love that. So, uh, I mean, health is a topic every individual holds dear to, but, you know, sometimes we don't appreciate until something happens. So can you talk a little bit about the benefits of making health a priority? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you can probably tell that that's uh, something that is of the utmost importance to yeah. me. So I think, I think the biggest thing is I really believe that physical health, not necessarily about what, the way a person looks, uh, I don't try not to concern myself much with that, more so how they, how they feel uh, mm-hmm. as far as how powerful they feel, how mobile they feel matters a lot in every other aspect of their life. Uh, it translates into your intellectual endeavors, uh, your focus in the classroom, your focus at work, um, and the longevity of what you can uh, do intellectually, I think, also coincides with the longevity of what you can do physically. Mm. So, you know, if you have confidence physically, uh, it can extend into all of your intellectual endeavors and then oh, even definitely. beyond that into your friendships and, uh, and your relationships as well. Yeah, that's definitely um, something I can relate to. And uh, I think our journey together, I mean, training journey together, I feel like, yeah, definitely I can see a lot of... uh, I have a question. Yes. (laughs) How did your journey together start? That's a great question. Uh, I remember you doing a lot of cardio. Yes. Uh, So you were... uh, you were just sort of feeling the bug of uh, shaving down weight and just increasing your endurance, and then <laughs> indeed, you, yeah. And you were thinking, uh, but what's next though? Like, I don't necessarily feel strong or fully understand fitness. Uh, and you ha- you sort of had a desire to do that, and uh, I think Laurier might have suggested that you just uh, speak with me, and then that was it. Well, um, 
I mean, it, it was not actually the owner of the gym, Laurie, suggested. I saw you doing uh, exercises, uh, you know, yourself uh, very often. I think at one point when I was in the gym, I, I'm a shy person. I don't like make the initial <laughs> move to talk with anyone if I don't know them. But then I think at one point you actually uh, smiled at me and say, uh, hey, uh, you're doing really good or something like that. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's a very encouraging person. So one time when you were doing exercise next to me, uh, I think I started the question, are you a personal trainer? And then that was pretty much how our journey started together. Yeah, so I feel like... (laughs) So Jordan, would it be fair to say that you were watching Jin Tan from afar, kind of watching his (laughs) progress as a personal trainer? Oh yeah, for sure. And and actually to watch somebody just come in and enjoy it and and know that they're experiencing some of that for the first time. uh, And I, I know how intimidating a gym can be in general. Yes. So like, and I, I maybe should have mentioned this earlier, but I, I feel like one of my big philosophies is like this idea of inclusivity. But that means like, as far as everything, like as far as uh, gender and uh, and race equality, but uh, but more so that each person, regardless of that, has a uh, in very individual personality and a very individual journey. Mm-hmm. And the understanding that real care and real kindness goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try, I strive to be, to genuinely have an interest in everyone that is part of the journey, but everyone that, that could potentially be as well. Uh, so yeah, that's, and I feel like uh, you're a testament to that, Zingtan. Yeah. <laughs> but because uh, just being able to reach out to you in that small way if that if that was provided like just a little bit of comfort at the gym and the idea that hey maybe maybe that is somebody I can talk to exactly so that's yeah. I think that's that, that can be really big for someone yeah well Jintan I actually want to ask you how did your fitness journey start like what made you take that first step to go into the gym and to start working um, on your fitness that's a great question so um I Never had like any kind of systematic training before, but mm-hmm. I always knew that I'm good. I kind of have the endurance for uh, cardio. I I ran like three marathon before, and that that's pretty much the. I mean, like running or things like that. That's something I'm really interested in. But uh, I think I started, uh, you know, to have those kind of um, systematic training because I feel like health is really an issue for me. When I reached to, I don't know, 210 pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, I'd have, I feel all the pressure, both mentally and, and, and physically. So that was the point I feel like I have to do something. So I started like, I think it late last year. And then just like Jordan mentioned, at the very beginning, I I was not sure what I was doing. I was just doing cardio, but I feel like that's not enough. I I, I would like to have some systematic way to (laughs) really approach and look at fitness. So that's pretty much how our story began, I I guess. (laughs) And it's a good story. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So um, I I think since we're talking about having a trainer, uh, Jordan, can you talk a little bit about the comparison or the contrast of, you know, having a trainer versus not having a trainer? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think everyone should probably have a trainer at some point. Uh, and you can look at it like a trainer or a mentor, a teacher. It's it's really a, it's all a similar experience. Uh, 
So like in school, if we're not going to make it anywhere unless we have a series of teachers that have contributed to the to the path. And I think fitness is we almost overlook that because uh, you get you get some basic gym training uh, in school. And not always uh, very effective. So sometimes you go out into life uh, ill-equipped. So yeah, I, I would encourage people to work to reach out to a trainer uh, or you know ask a friend uh, if they've ever had a trainer that they trust and see if that's something that can work for you. Because a lot of trainers they're not they're not necessarily motivated just to keep you long term or try to have some sort of big financial commitment. Mm. Uh, and you uh, like some people I'll put together programs for and and we'll only have one to two sessions. But I just want to help them understand and have tools to feel more confident in the gym because there's a lot higher chance of success that way. I'm always shocked as to how people are or don't even think about investing in a trainer, but invest in everything else. They gamble, <laughs> they drink, yeah. they invest in movies or whatever. And n- n- investing in a pay- personal trainer is not, is not something that crosses their mind. So that yeah. always fascinates me. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I'll look like it right now, but I have a personal trainer who I work with. I meet once a week. And we actually had this conversation last week. I'm like, so what's the benefit of having a personal trainer? And he was explaining to me, like, see, right now I'm, I'm showing you and I'm teaching you how to focus on your muscles, on which muscle to focus on. But... If you were to do it on your own, you'd probably do it like mm. everybody else is doing it and trying to lift a whole bunch of weight mindlessly, not knowing, like he always says, squeeze the pencil like behind your back so I can get a visual of which muscle I'm working on. So it just guides you through the process of working out. And obviously, weight loss is a benefit, but sometimes just health and fitness can also just be that benefit. Yeah, exactly. And and having a trainer like that, it can help you... Uh, because you're, you're thinking, okay, I want to build this thing or there's, I have some goals, but mm-hmm. what's step one? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if people can have that idea of, okay, and what I need to do, uh, I really want to get stronger uh, and feel better. And, and then uh, to do that, I want to be able to squat a little bit more weight. And, but how do you, what's first? Like you need to have, make sure your ankles and your knees and your hips can support it. Yeah. Uh, how do you build your body? Yeah. And before you can take that next step. Well, and also for the lazy folks out there, the personal trainer gets all the weights for you, sets them up, (laughs) gets you prepared, (laughs) and all you have to do is lift. Yeah. So that's another benefit. You just you just have a professional conversation slash assistant. Yes. uh, (laughs) And then they just make sure that you're not gonna hurt yourself. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, absolutely. And you then that you challenge yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and to me personally, I feel like uh, having Jordan as my personal trainer is also a way for me to get to know myself better, uh, like to know my body better. I think uh, when we started, maybe the first class, Jordan actually told me like there are 200 some muscle in the human body. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's something I never knew before. <laughs> and then uh, I think uh, I when I approached Jordan, I said, oh, I just want to lose some weight and probably lose some belly fat, things like that. But then gradually, uh, when we were doing the exercises together, I really feel like it's a way for me to kind of relearn about myself, uh, about my body, about everything. So Jordan, how do you think about that? Relearning of yourself. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, that's huge. You, when you feel like you have nothing left in your body, mm-hmm. and I ask you for two more, 
<laughs> and then together we overcome that idea that you had nothing left and you do that extra two reps. It teaches you something about yourself mm-hmm. that there's more to you than you even acknowledge. Yeah. Uh, that you have more than you give yourself credit for. And a lot of humans, I think, I think can benefit from that. Mm-hmm. But also the idea that like, you know, now we're doing kickboxing. Yep. Uh, and you've come That's along. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> you've come a long way and and I think you've experienced that uh, like kickboxing might seem violent to some people. Mm. But uh, the idea of uh, having an outlet I think is important. Because what we're doing is not violent. It's a healthy expression of aggression. Yes, indeed. Uh, so you're able to unload on on some pad work that we do, and I think you'll notice when you when you're done, uh, there's a bit of an elation. You'll feel, yeah. You not only feel like you worked, but you also feel like you released uh, maybe some stress and some of that negative energy, and you turned it into a positive energy. I can validate that definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that goes for lifting weights and uh, working out in general. Uh, and I think it's important people have an outlet in their lives. Yeah. Uh, physically. Jordan had some interesting things to say about kickboxing and its effect on stress relief, getting to know yourself better. So all the benefits of kickboxing, he did a great job highlighting them. But we're going to stop Jordan's episode right here because we want you to tune in for next week's episodes. And in next week's episode, we will continue our conversation with Jordan. And we'll be specifically talking about making time for fitness finding motivation to work out, finding the funds to either get a gym membership or get a fitness trainer. And if you don't have the funds, what are some of the alternatives you can access? What are some alternative fitness uh, services you can access? And finally, but most interestingly enough, we're going to talk about the workout schedule. How do we, or what do we do once we walk into the gym? So please tune in next week for those interesting topics. Until then... Follow us on Instagram at The Unconventional Voices. We also have a website, www.theunconventionalvoices.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook at Unconventional Unconventional Voices. Voices. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thank you.